is in the know for May, Tuesday, May 24, the 144th day of 2022. There are 221 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will also have the return of the water cooler question. The Lone Star Rodeo comes to town this weekend. We got your chance to win tickets. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, Rolling Moss 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You are a lover of books. Yes. Does that make you like a bibliophile or something? Or someone who really, really likes, uh, really likes books. A new study finds Americans are getting nostalgic for the books of their youth. More than half of Americans say they transport themselves back to their childhoods by reading their favorite books as kids. Here are some that rank very high. The Berenstain Bears, that tops the list. Other popular books, The Giving Tree, The Tale of Peter Rabbit, and Goodnight Moon. Those are really young ones. Okay. Do do you have one above all other uh, mm-hmm. books from your childhood that is your go-to that you prefer? Um, as far as that age group, probably not. But I have three. Um, Charlotte's Web. Okay. The Indian in the Cupboard. All right. Oh, my goodness. Where did my third one go? I had another one. Sorry. Mm. It just flew out my brain. Let's see. Mike and the Steam Shovel is one of my favorites. I remember that Oh, one. Little Women. Sorry. Little, little Women's one of those. Yeah. So that, that's not exactly a children's book, though, is it? That's a, well, Miss Sue Fitzpatrick gave it to me in fifth grade. She did? So, yeah, well, look at I mean, you, overachiever. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Well, I can now officially say the countdown to Memorial Day is on. Uh, yes, we're less than a week, aren't Since we? it's now Tuesday, we it's had... It's weird uh, on how late it is this year. Yeah, it's, it's almost feel as late like as it can be. This Missed weekend, yesterday, yesterday, I was like, ooh, it feels like it should be Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh-huh. And not to mention, we had, we had, uh, we already had Election Day. Here locally a week ago, but there are about five states today that are having election day today. And you're right; it seemed like this last weekend should have been Memorial Day weekend. But Memorial Day weekend is coming up on uh, on Monday. Of course, there will be a local celebration here with the uh, processional. I think it's it's Saturday morning. I think about ten is the is the time. But here I'm going to remind you. By the way, there's a three day weekend coming up, which you know people look forward to the three day weekends. But this is not a celebration of you. You don't wish people happy Memorial Day, right? It's not you don't you don't say happy because there's not anything happy about those who died serving our country, but you do set aside some time to pay respect to those who gave the ultimate sacrifice of uh, of our country for the freedoms that we have. So Memorial Day coming up on Monday. Weather-wise, if you'll, you, you may believe it, of the work week at least, today is being described as the pick of the week. Um, oh out the window I'm looking at doesn't appear to be the 
pick of the week. It, but it will be warmer than yesterday. But a big temperature disparagement between, say, the Louisville area and here locally. We are supposed to get here between the lakes, supposed to get up to 78 later today. But I can't find any hour in the hourly forecast where it actually says higher than 76. So if we get to 78, I think it will be a stretch to get there. But they're predicting a high of 82 in the Louisville area today. But it will become partly sunny and warmer. That's later in the day. So the clouds we have this morning will be with us for uh, quite a bit of the day. And then tonight, there's a chance... We'll see the evening looks great, but after midnight, the risk for some thunderstorms will move in and will start to increase. So got the possibility of an alert day overnight tonight and then through part of the day tomorrow, about an 80% chance of rain uh, late tonight and an 80% chance of thunderstorms tomorrow. We should see a high of about 88 after an overnight low of 65. But that Saturday, now they've, you know, they've put a little bit of a they put a 20% chance regionally. Like two, two little drops there. On yeah. That when I saw it, if you look at the 42754 forecast, the Saturday looks like basically not much chance of rain and 79 as the high. And I think that's that's perfect Memorial Day Saturday weather. You know, the morning will start off a little bit cool. It won't be one of those deals where it's 85 at 10 a.m. It'll, you know, if we're just going to get into the high 70s as a high. So I think Saturday's shaping up to be a really, really nice day. But as we get closer, we'll keep an eye on it for you as we step down to the weekend. A captured Russian soldier who pleaded guilty to killing a civilian has been sentenced to the first round of war crimes in the Russian invasion of Ukraine. That happened by a Ukrainian court yesterday, was sentenced to life in prison, which was the maximum amid signs the Kremlin may in turn put some put on trial some fighters who surrendered at Mariupol's steelworks. I can't imagine what they would be um, legitimately accusing them of or charging them with because the Russians are the ones who are the aggressors and in the places they're not supposed to be. But just shows you the the weird view that the Kremlin has, or at least in more particularly Vladimir Putin. But also in a rare public expression of opposition to the war from the ranks of the Russian elite, a veteran Kremlin diplomat resigned and a, sent a scathing letter to foreign colleagues in which he said of the invasion, never have I been so ashamed of my country as on February 24. So if more Russians would do that, then maybe there might be an end to this in sight. Really sad to report today the headline that a teenager has been killed after an SUV towing a trailer struck a guardrail on the WK Parkway about two miles west of Caneyville yesterday afternoon. Happened just before 2 o'clock, and first responders reported to between the 90 and 91 mile markers of the westbound parkway. They found a Ford Expedition, which was towing a 30-foot travel trailer. The driver lost control. The trailer began to swerve. The Ford hit a guardrail, and the guardrail entered the passenger compartment and took the life of a 14-year-old girl from Paducah who was pronounced dead at the scene. There were five other people transported by uh, EMS to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes with non-life-threatening injuries. Parkway, initially, they said it was going to be closed for a couple of hours, but they also said there's not much confidence that it will be in two hours. They knew with the fatality that reconstruction and, and just time was going to take. So it didn't reopen until about almost 7 o'clock last night. There was a detour of traffic around that 
between Caneyville and Beaver Dam using uh, US 62. So it just com- terrible. Uh, it's just so a tragedy. Sad. You you know worry about those guardrail. Obviously, are out there to protect us and, and guardrail. Most of the time, save lives. And in this particular case, you know, it's just a freak accident where um, you collide with one and. So just uh, sat kick off, you know, I don't know where the travel trailer was going. I don't know. But if there were five or six or seven of them in a vehicle and they were off somewhere pulling a trailer, you have to presume they're from, they were getting ready for Memorial Day weekend. They're from Paducah. They're so from I wonder Paducah. if you think they were headed home. Westbound, yeah. Sounds like probably they were headed home after some, you know, family outing or I don't know that they were familial. But nonetheless, it's just uh, it's tragic that happening in our community to some of our neighbors to the west. The latest COVID-19 numbers reported yesterday. And while the number of cases continue to rise, I heard on KNN uh, about 45 minutes ago, Kentucky News Network was reporting some health officials just saying it doesn't seem like people are getting as sick as a result. But 8,127 new cases reported. And that was opposed to, as opposed to 6,400 and some change the previous week. Fed 15 counties that are at more than 100 last week. Usual suspects, the one you would expect. But the positivity rate is now 10.52, which on April 25th was 4.35. At the end of March was 2.29. So we've gone, you know, we've we've gone from the twos back above 10 now, but still our hospital census is low our death rate is reduced 79 people um passed over the last seven days compared to 96 264 hospitalized 23 of them in icu six on a ventilator so positivity is up but maybe it doesn't feel doesn't seem like people are suffering from their positivity as much. A Litchfield man who resisted police and was held at gunpoint has been arrested in Elizabethtown with more than six grams of methamphetamine. The EPD arrested 45-year-old Jamie Saltzman and charged him with trafficking in a controlled substance possession, second-degree wanton endangerment, etc. The arrest citation states that an officer spotted Saltzman parked on the side of a road when the officer approached Saltzman, he was sweating profusely and shaking and not making sense. Saltzman was asked to step out of the vehicle, but he refused, was held at gunpoint for several minutes while other officers responded. They tried to um, – he exited the vehicle as police tried to handcuff him. The He resisted officers, I believe. He was um, – yeah, they tased him twice in the process. He was taken to um, the hospital and then uh, lodged. The seven Kentucky law enforcement members, um, law enforcement officers who died in the line of duty in the last year will be remembered during a ceremony this week. Governor Bashir will join Kentucky Law Enforcement Memorial Foundation and the Department of Criminal Justice training for the ceremony on Thursday. It'll be at 10 a.m. there at EKU at the Kentucky Law Enforcement Memorial Monument site. So um, that's uh, obviously part of the Memorial Day ceremonies and worthy of paying tribute to those who died in the line of duty to our to our service. The Jessamine County Sheriff has been found deceased inside his home. I didn't get to this story yesterday. Uh, as we were hearing uh, some of the details, Sheriff Kevin Corman was found deceased at his home on West Maple Street in Nicholasville on Sunday. No foul play is suspected, and he's believed to have died of natural causes. He was first elected, uh, elected sheriff in 2006 and lost his bid for a fifth term. Recently, I guess a week ago today, in the uh, primary election. So sad to report that. 
Fancy Farm has selected their MC and host for their upcoming picnic in August. House Speaker David Osborne has been named as the Master of Ceremonies for this year's Fancy Farm Picnic political speaking event in August. Stephen Elder, by the way, is now the political chairman of uh, the picnic, and he's quoted here Mm -hmm. as saying, uh, each year we try to rotate political parties and throw in a media personality every so often, but this year it's the Republicans' turn to emcee our great political event. So um, Fancy Farm, of course, picnic, big fundraiser for St. Jerome's Parish. And um, by the way, I was saddened to hear Steve Elder um, his dad passed in the last uh, couple of weeks, had a long bout with COVID and then uh, lost uh, his earthly life. And so I've uh, uh, been praying for and thinking about the elder family. In some sports news, uh, a week after a strong performance at the state bass fishing championship, Grayson County returned to the water on Saturday and won the Central Harden Open. The team was led by the boat of uh, River Blanton and Braden Sandler, who finished second overall. Brady Stone and Eli Watson came in fourth place. The Cougars sent four boats onto the water that led them to victory, V-I-C-T-O-R-Y, in the competition. Uh, Last month, of course, Grayson County High School won the Region 1 championship, had a strong performance in the state tournament. A lot of the spring sports are wrapping up. Still got a couple going in addition to bass fishing still uh, in action. I mean, this is the season, right, for bass fishing. Mm-hmm. Then uh, also the Cougar Cougar tennis teams. I know the track and field still waiting to see what their postseason holds, but tennis in the middle of postseason as well. Yeah, they will return to the hard court at 4 o'clock this afternoon in Owensboro. Last night they advanced both of their boys' doubles team, one of their girls' doubles teams, and then their number one single boy, Owen Brown. All will return to Owensboro tonight to try and – Keep on moving on. I know that the doubles teams, I think I was reading that all of them play Owensboro Catholic today. Owen is in the, he's the two seed. Correct. Right, in that. And so I know the one seed, I think they're looking forward to that to that rematch. Because it was the rematch of last year's region championship. Yeah. So when, do you know when we might get to that step? What day that tomorrow. might come? Tomorrow. If, if we're going to get to that step, it will be tomorrow? I believe so. All right. Well, good. We'll keep an eye on that. Because the tournament runs... 23 through 25, so I would assume that the championship would then be on 25. Yeah, that makes uh, makes very good sense. So we'll keep an eye on that. Good luck to the uh, tennis teams and track and field, too, finding out uh, where they're headed into the postseason. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Asparagus Day. I love asparagus. I don't like it canned. I like it grilled or, like, fresh. You throw it and blanch it. I even realized that you could. It's okay. I mean... I love it either. I've never had canned asparagus. I mean, it's not as good as. No. But. I mean, is anything canned as good as fresh? Um, I don't Mm. know. That's a good question. I'd have to think about it for a while. There you go. There's your point to ponder for today. Okay, good. Well, I can stop pondering that other stuff. Uh, Pickled asparagus is good. Yeah, very good. I've had that. That's that's good. Today is Brother's Day. I've got two. So you send them a gift. And today is scavenger hunt day as well. So I, I um, we get a couple of years. It's, it was in the late 90s. Uh, the the station sponsored a big Halloween scavenger hunt. It was fun. Um, it, was, um, it was a lot of work uh, involved, but uh, it was uh, it was a fun event. Uh, to, I also speaking of local events. I saw it reported yesterday by the judge executive of Grayson that County too. that there's a big concert coming to the venue in the valley. 
I didn't realize it had been coined that I prefer that to amphitheater. Um, so, I, Sam, I fixed the, I fixed the board behind me, and now it's got pizza. Well, I was going to say I can't go full screen because that pizza is not a sponsor, so I don't want to make sure that we give them any. I think it's one of those deals where. Hang on, let's see if I can. No, because I I can't. There you go. You got prom back there. You could just play prom. Yeah, I could do that. Shane right. Decker did a really good job hosting prom. We put night. graduation up there too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we got to skip these. Sorry, graduation I, would be a good thing. I'll get, to put I'll get back to my venue at the Valley uh-huh. in just a minute. Um, there you go. You I can skip it. now. I can't. Is it was that a Booker political ad? No, it was Walden University. Uh, okay, which I've never heard of. Oh, you know Walden University. It's near Walden Pond. I, I, I put this all the way back to the beginning, Sam, so my apologies. We're just – I'm going to no, – I've never heard of Walden University. I'm looking to see where it even is. Oh, I would have never guessed that. What where? state is Walden University in? Uh, Indiana. Just outside Waldenville. Where's Waldenville? <laughs> Minneapolis. Huh. It's in Minnesota. Yeah, right. Exactly like mm-hmm. I said, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Minnesota. So, but here's what – I, I <laughs> talked with the – uh, I talked with the judge yesterday morning, and he didn't give me the official download information that he was making a big concert announcement yesterday. No scoop. No scoop. And so, but here's what here's what here's why he should have told me before he told everyone else is because I know Sawyer Brown. I have a I have had a working relationship with Sawyer Brown. Have you? Yes, I have. I I worked with Sawyer Brown at Metcalf County High School when I was 18 years old. Metcalf uh, County High School. Yes. There you go. Yeah. The Hornets. Yeah. I, I was the pride, J.P. J. Blevins, pride of Edmonton. Is he in the, is he in Sawyer Brown? No, he's he's not. Uh, Mark Miller is the lead singer of Sawyer Brown, uh-huh. pride of Star Search. I mean, Sawyer Brown has Star Search to thank for some of their, for giving them their, their start. So thanks to Ed McMahon and Star Search, but yeah, they were performing at Metcalf County High School, and I was I was uh, assigned to go and introduce them. Okay, I did that a couple of times in college, and so so I introduced them, and you know, I, ladies and gentlemen, Sawyer Brown. So doesn't it make sense that I would be asked to do that again to make Sawyer Brown feel comfortable? Are you going to do it like that? Do like an SNL intro, or are you going to go a little bit more in-depth? No, I'm going to do it more SNL. It'll be the closest thing I get to uh-huh. introducing a special musical guest on the Saturday Night Live, so I'll do it just like SNL. But I am also equally excited about say, Alex Miller. I was going to say, I would want to introduce Alex Miller. Because, well, I presume it goes with the gig. If you get one, you get the other. It's like a package deal. It's a well, bundle. I mean, Alex Miller is... That's the one who I'd want to see. The de- I want to see both, um, but... By the way, the date is problematic for me, so the judge may have to move it. I know everybody else is, exp- is excited, but September 4th may be a problem for me. So, just putting that out there. Is this Saturday or Sunday, isn't it? Something like that, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be a Saturday. So, either in a... I'm excited about it, though. It's good. Let's see, see what happens. September 4th is a Sunday. It, it is. Yeah, right. it's the Sunday before Memorial Day. And the Sunday before the... I guess the Ducking Hunger Regatta. I guess right? the Ducking Hunger Regatta will be that next day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we need to talk about that. By the way. Oh, uh, great. <laughs> so either 
in a in a good strong move to shore up their position or in a sign of the apocalypse Arby's is putting a hamburger on their menu for the first time ever who I'm sorry I was... Arby's Arby's oh. now it looks good I kind of want to be offended but they had the meats that's exactly right if you're gonna if you're gonna have the meats and you're gonna claim it don't you have to have a hamburger? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've put venison and duck and elk at some point in time on their menu. You can't sleep on hamburger. I mean, do you know what's on that? Because it looks good. Yeah, I want to know. Does it say? What's on the bottom layer above the looks, bottom bun? It is uh, American Wagyu. <laughs> it's funny. American Wagyu. The uh, Wagyu Steakhouse Burger is topped with American cheese, shredded lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, red onion, and a special burger sauce. McDonald's ripoff. Before being sandwiched in a toasted brioche bun. Uh, uh, see, that's that gets me. You're out on the brioche bun. Yep. Why? You can also it's add. Hard on my mouth. You can also add why. bacon and ranch for what Arby's describes as a more unique, indulgent flavor. I will probably try it, but I'll tell you, I don't like it when the, you know when they stage their food and they got a little sauce dropping over the mm-hmm. side. That bothers me. I'll let them know. I need it Not to be me. all. I need it to be all content. You you want the imagery of the sauce falling off the side? Yeah, because it means there is a lot on there, hmm, okay. and it's going to be on my paper. And, and see, yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I don't like when my hands are getting all messy when I'm eating because there's so much sauce. Mm-hmm. That's that can be a problem unless it's like queso or something, you know. If it's, I guess I will give them credit. This does drive at abundance without being super messy, uh-huh. so you get the idea that mm-hmm. hey, there's plenty of sauce, and one little drop might fall off the side. But I don't want yeah. the one that just looks like, yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 Well, if, you hold it in the paper anyway. Yeah. I mean, uh, by the way, uh, to confirm Adele's request, if Sam and I were making this burger. It would look exactly like well, listen, that because I, we are burger artists. I we're classically trained. I've made myself quite a few burgers in my day. In burger artistry, I mean, uh-huh. Sam and I have logged many an hour on the grill. Uh huh. I have a do rag that says "Grill God" on I've it. I probably got some. Oh, please uh, let me I've see got, you in that. I've got some oh, do, really yeah, no. s- oh. some stinky Eastland shoes covered in grease, probably oh. still somewhere. From no, I've got to see the do rag <laughs> on you. All right, perhaps in another sign of what could be a sign of the apocalypse, Jif recalls multiple peanut butter products over salmonella concerns. Now, first of all. Did you know that Jif is manufactured in Lexington? I did. I did not. And it's part of the Smucker's brand. And I may be one of the biggest consumers. <laughs> because it's the joke that in Lexington, in Bowling Green, it'll smell like dog food on certain days. And in Lexington, it'll smell like peanut butter. Smell like peanut butter. Uh-huh. Well, let me, let me put you at ease just a little bit. If you buy, if you buy your peanut butter in Kentucky... It is unlikely that you have anything that could potentially be problematic. I saw the map this morning, and some of our surrounding states could be, but none of the none of the suspect, none of the sketch butter mm-hmm. went to Kentucky. Let me get Tennessee. Yes, Indiana. I think Arkansas was one of them. Oh. Lot codes one two seven four four two five through two one four oh four two five. You can find this online. 
if it's between those two, then you might not want to. You're okay, ma'am. The jar, the jar that's on your nightstand is fine. Have you actually looked at it? No. Okay, so yeah, I'm not even. I, I eat peanut butter, peanut butter every single, every you, single you, night. You got it on your nightstand? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, yeah, you wear your do rag, and I'll eat my peanut butter in bed. Okay. So at the same time, would yeah, be great. Okay. We'll Facetime each other. So no, I've not looked because. I'm like, I'm still getting Well, the reason I saw the map, when I saw that the map for Kentucky was clear, I was like, well, we're all good. We don't have to worry because our peanut butter was procured in in Kentucky. Unless unless you've been importing it, and I'm unaware that you're importing it from far off regions thinking it's better for some reason. This next story is concerning. It comes from Canada, thank goodness, because hopefully no Americans would ever do this. One mom has shared how to try and save money and clear debt. Her family has lived without toilet paper for the last three years. Oh, goodness. Amber Allen, who is a mother of three, posted on her YouTube channel called The Fairly Local Family that they were in $70,000 worth of debt and had made sacrifices to repay this. She says, we have used cloth instead of toilet paper for the last three years. Mm-mm. She said we were trying to get out of about $70,000 worth of debt, so we cut off anything anything out of our budget that we could, including Netflix. <laughs> I'll lose my Netflix before I use, lose the toilet paper. She said we ate very frugal but healthy food, and suddenly one day it occurred to me, why are we using, her, for, why, why are we using for toilet paper? We are literally throwing money down the toilet. So I went online to see how I could go and use the bathroom in a more cheap way and came across cloth wipes instead of toilet paper. After doing some research, she discovered you could buy yards of secondhand cloth made from flannel on Facebook Marketplace, and this lasted longer and worked better for them. The family washed the cloth wipes every other day, and the mom urges people wanting to ditch toilet paper as well to ensure that they wash their cloth separately from anything else. You think? think? Uh, well, duh. And then do you have to wash your washing machine after you wash it? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, you're, I think you're using more water. I was going to say, is your water cost then? And your detergent? <laughs> you just I mean, bleach? How many, how many Tide Pods does that take? It's <laughs> a lot. Um, yeah. She said the family do still occasionally buy some toilet paper to keep in the house for any guests that come over. Oh, company's coming. Let's get so, out the toilet that's paper. That's like Monica's good hand towels, right? The guests get to use toilet paper. If I walked into someone's house and there's like, here's the flannel sheet. Yeah. <laughs> a flight attendant has revealed a reason you should never use the toilet paper in the bathroom of an airplane. She said use the tissue paper as opposed to the toilet paper. Okay. She said, when turbulence hits and little boys who are pointing and shooting, it kind of goes everywhere. So that usually ends up on the toilet paper. So she added that the tissue towels were much better to use and they are placed higher up and less likely to be uh, be compromised. Mm. It's cleaner, so use that instead of the toilet paper, she says. I'm not going to be thinking about that probably. Yeah, so I have a feeling airlines are disappointed that she reported that. Probably. I'm going to say that the tissue is Fu- not as cost effective as... Future designs, they'll be mount in future designs of the aircraft lavatory. They'll be maybe yeah. repositioning that uh, 
somewhere else. And then there's this from Leesburg, Virginia. A naked man spotted lurking in the parking lot of a McDonald's in Leesburg, Virginia, was arrested after taking a bite out of police officers who tried to remove him from the premises. The restaurant's manager called the police after spotting the man in the wee hours of Thursday morning. The nude man, identified as 33-year-old Jason Perez of Melbourne, appeared to be on narcotics and was speaking incoherently. He kept telling the officers that his clothes were somewhere else and he just needed to retrace his steps to find them. (laughs) They're always in the last place you look. He (laughs) He told the officers that he would not leave the property and needed to be arrested. He was handed a trespass notice. He immediately laid down and refused to leave the parking lot. So he was placed under arrest. He refused to get into the parole car, patrol car, tensed up his body, kicked and bit the officers as they attempted to put him in the car. So they took him to the hospital where he was handcuffed to a bed and made a mess of the bed. Oh, no. And those around him. And so, did they have some flannel to clean him up with? <laughs> Luckily, they bought some flannel on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> and uh, he was transported to Lake County Jail eventually. But um, apparently, he was wanted in another town for doing pretty much the same thing. So he's a he's a serial a serial nudist. I don't know what you call it. So there you go. Just stay in Virginia, whatever you do. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got the water cooler question coming up. Your chance to win tickets to the Lone Star Rodeo is coming up. You're on In the Know. 700 pounds is how much a wood is how much wood a woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. 700 pounds. Interesting. A wildlife technician measured it all out, ran the formulas, double-checked his or her math. And said 700 pounds. Interesting. So the next time someone asks you how much wood a woodchuck would um, chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood, you just how much say wood would a woodchuck chuck seven, if a woodchuck could chuck wood? 700 yeah. pounds is what you say. And that then will blow their mind because you'll you'll have volleyed it back into their court and they won't know what uh-huh. to do. This is why I'm empowering you with this information. I so guess they'll just you can, ask you about Sally and her sea, you, seashells. You turn the tables. Yeah, but really, see, that's not the the Sally and her and her seashells down at the seashore is not an interrogatory in any what way. What about Peter Piper? It's not participate. It's not participatory in any way. Mm-hmm. It's a statement. Peter the, Piper. The woodchuck is an interrogative uh, statement, and so uh-huh. you're just like, ah, I, I dropped this at you, and so you just say seven hundred. And then let that be that. Mm. Let's go to today's water cooler questions. Your chance to win. By the way, the Lone Star Rodeo is coming to the Grayson County Fairgrounds this weekend on Friday and Saturday. We have four tickets for you for the Friday night show at the Lone Star Rodeo for your family. It's a $60 value. And we'll hook you up with these. By the works really smoothly. They're uh, digital tickets. We just send right over to you and... And uh, there you go. So it's very efficient. You're going to text your answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000 is the number. Text the answer. The question is this. 16% of cat owners and 12% of dog owners admit that they share this with their pets. 16% of cat owners and 12% of dog owners admit they share this with their pets. What is it? 
I think I got this one. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. I'm only right now one answer. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. And if I'm right, then my mom is in the 16%. 16 of 100 cat owners and 12 of 100 dog owners admit that they share this with their pets. What is it? Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Nope, that's not the right answer. Nope, that's not the right answer. Nope. No. It's not food. That's not bad. It's what my mama. It's not mom ice yes. cream. It's what my mom yes, food. Am I, am I? Text the answer to 270. I'm not going to look at it yet because I can't it give it away. Right. 270-259-6000. I think I'm right. That's, That's what you... No, it's not bad. We got multiple beds. So not food, not bad. Not food, not bad. Not, not any not, type of food. Not a toothbrush. My mom just oh. guessed the same thing I did. Not, not no, a, somebody not guessed toothbrush? Someone guessed toothbrush. toothbrush. Oh. You don't do that? Oh, but I guess, you know, if you kiss your pet in the <laughs> mouth anyway, you might as well share a toothbrush. But that is so disgusting. Time Magazine reveals... Its annual list of the 100 most influential people in the world skunked again. None of the three of us made it. Uh, But uh, Zendaya, Tim Cook, Mary J. Blige, uh, Prime Minister Mia Motley, actor Simu Liu, Michelle Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Joe Biden, Volodymyr Zelensky, Matthew McConaughey, uh, Channing Tatum, Dennis Villeneuve, uh, James Corden, Reese Witherspoon, Martin Scorsese, Ryan Seacrest. So there you go. There's some of the Tom Brady, <laughs> Joe Burrow. I didn't see Joe Burrow on there. I can't rule him out. My list is incomplete, so I hate to tell well, so you. So you don't know that we're not on there. Uh, I feel like. Did you get notified? I feel like somebody would have told us if we were. Unless you're hiding. Unless you're hiding that information for a big reveal. Maybe. Maybe it's uh, in your junk get, email. <laughs> not a chair. Maybe it went to spam. It's not, yeah, it's not kisses. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mission Impossible. So this is weird. Everything this week is about Top Gun Maverick and Tom Cruise being out there and, hey, Top Gun, and, hey, it's back, and woo-hoo, and, but now they've just released this week the Mission Impossible 7 trailer, and it doesn't come out until July 14th, 2023. I was going to say, I, I missed that there was even going to be another one. So, so did I, and I'm fine with our, I'm fine with our current number. We can stop at six. I don't think seven is required. But Luckily, those movies, though, I mean, you can. It's like I don't want to say it's like James Bond, but in the in the realm of you can continuously, mi- like, there's plenty of stories that you can do with Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible couldn't carry James Bond's job. I'm not. I'm not saying that they're in the same realm. I'm just more saying as the example of there can be infinite number of James Bond movies because there's infinite number of storylines. <laughs> What's that funny look on oh, your face? Oh, it's towards you, I'm guessing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think I can say. My analogy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I heard? hear the correct word? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a sports euphemism. When somebody, okay. some some athlete is not nearly as good as another athlete, you say they couldn't carry their jock, you know, like you couldn't even be their equipment manager. So mm-hmm. basically, that's what you're that's what you're saying. So. Okay. But I had to come to James Bond's defense. 
are but also I would say <laughs> are there any uh are there any more impossible missions? I would have just thought that of all the time we've had to to solve or achieve the seemingly impossible missions, I thought maybe we had covered them all, but perhaps we had not. Well, I hope, and, and I've seen several people say this. So you know how Top Gun, we've waited for however long, and it's been promoted, promoted, talked about, talked about. I think there are a lot of people that is just so excited for it to go ahead, be released this weekend, correct? Yes, this weekend. Just so that some of that crap is over and you don't have to see that anymore. So this may be the same way. If you're going to start now. I'm nervous because it's supposedly critically acclaimed. Are you going to be critically acclaimed? And it, most of the time when they say it's critically acclaimed, it's like, oh, the critics like it. That means it's artsy. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just bring it on. We just waited. want to see stuff blow up. By the way, to be clear, we've waited 35 years for this, in addition to an additional uh, year and a half of it being delayed. Hard Knocks, HBO's in-season version, will feature the Arizona Cardinals in 2022. I enjoyed the Hard Knocks in-season. I always mm-hmm. enjoy the Hard Knocks preseason, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed the one with the Colts this year. So Because <laughs> they fell apart. Yes, they yes they did. Uh, but I just enjoyed seeing it week to week, mm-hmm. some of the changes going in. I, I thought it was very good. I'm surprised teams are allowing this. Yeah, but... Because there's a lot of, I mean... Makes me lot, wonder right? if Especially a team like the Cardinals and the Colts who are expected to be good. I if mean, they're getting leaned on by the league uh-huh. a little bit. Like the Jaguars, like, it would make sense because nobody's expecting them to do anything. Ellen DeGeneres seemingly revealed that Jennifer Lawrence's baby is a boy. I think Ellen maybe accidentally let it slip. And Oops. because she said, now that I live next door to you and I'm looking at you living in my house uh, with a brand new baby, by the way, I do hear you sometimes talking to him is what she says. Uh-huh. Like, uh, Oops. that information wasn't out there, but here you go. Putting it out there. Kurt Cobain's iconic guitar sold for a staggering four point five million dollars this week. Was that you, Sam? Did you buy it? It was not. It was I only not went part to 4.2. Part of the collection. Uh, but it sounds like the type of thing would your dad buy? Not Kurt, probably not, not Kobe. He pro- would he buy Eric Clapton's guitar? Mm, probably be a question for my mom. I mean, maybe he'd go even back to like the Beatles or yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right, so the winner he, he Led Zeppelin and, and Pink Floyd. Oh, Jimmy Page's guitar. Yeah, that would be good. Brian May's guitar from Queen uh-huh. would be good too. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, you could might afford those. You couldn't afford Hendrix's guitar. 1433, if your number ends in 1433, you said brush. That is correct. The answer was a comb or hairbrush. So toothbrush couldn't count. Comb or hairbrush. Congratulations, 1433. You're the winner. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on in the note. MB's point to ponder for today. If you have a one-day holiday all to yourself, what do you do? So, day off from work, Nothing. don't have anywhere to go. What do you? What do you do? I mean, can I click my heels and get somewhere back? Mm. Or no magic involved? No magic involved. I'm just saying nothing. Just Re- read. I mean, Would you I mean, read? it depends. Like, read. is do Why I get out? to pick the day of the year? That it is, because, I mean, I could pick, like, one of the first two days of March Sam Madness. Sam and I are going to be too difficult to answer this question. <laughs> I mean, if it was, like, the first two days, if I could pick one of the first two days of March Madness, I would just watch that the entire time. All right. You know, just watch basketball. You know I love to bring back old-timey words. 
here's my most recent old timey word that I'm like to bring back. It's ninny hammer. Ninny hammer is a fool. So in the old days, if you said somebody was a ninny hammer, they were a fool or foolish. So you can weave that one in to someone. So in addition ninny to being cotton headed ninny muggins, I was gonna say, that's what I think you can of. be yeah, a ninny hammer. Too. And my guess is is that cotton headed ninny muggins is a derivative of Will Smith at uh, Will Ferrell at some point in time. <laughs> Sorry, Will Smith is the slapper. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell is There's the funny man. A little bit of a difference. Yeah. And then I also read today where. The average person speaks around 150 to 180 words per minute. I think I blow that out of the water. I think I'm somewhere around 210. I think you. I think we got somebody coming in tomorrow. I think, can I make it his job to count your word per minute? Sure. Sure. That would be But I need a 60-minute average. It can't be be one minute and stop. It's got to be 60-minute average. He'll do it. Because it takes me back to my typing class days. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people could type high number of words per minute for one minute. Well, this is on a five-minute write. You've got, now, you know, you got to hold you, that, hold that performance. YouTube does the automatic closed captioning for you, and and sometimes when I'm not on the show, I'll enjoy seeing what they think we say. Mm-hmm. I notice when you when you're not on, you yeah, you wanted to see it make other mm-hmm. you, correct. You like seeing it make the rest of us look like a uh-huh. ninny hammer. Uh huh. Exactly. The season four finale of FBI is on CBS tonight and on HGTV, Unsellable Houses. Is that the is that the Property Brothers? Or there is there another set of twins on HGTV? No it says idea. the twins give a behind the scenes look as the divorcee needs assistance in selling his small home with some big obstacles. What's it called? Unsellable Unsellable Houses on HGTV. Today's highlight in history, this date in uh, 1844, Samuel Morse transmitted the message, What Hath God Wrought, from Washington to Baltimore as he formally opened America's first telegraph line. Now, this is Lindsay Davis and, or Leslie Davis and Lindsay Lamb. Okay. So they do have more than one set of twins. Wow. Something in the water at HGTV. They Uh got multiple sets of twins. In... 1935. Sam, this may be your one-day holiday that you don't know anything about. Did you know that the birth of Major League Baseball is today? This is this day, 1935, that the Reds beat the Phillies at Crosley Field in the first Major League Baseball game. Interesting. You're going to go ahead and put in for time off for the rest of the day? I think it might be too late for that, isn't it? Duke Ellington passed this date in 1974. Britain and France opened transatlantic Concord service to Washington this date in 1976. Oprah taped the last fi- uh, final episode of her long-running talk show this date in 2011. Tears everywhere. Mm. Just boo-hoo. Tommy Chong is 84. Bob Dylan is 81. Gary Berghoff is 79. He played Radar O'Reilly on MASH. Patty LaBelle is 78. Priscilla Presley is 77. Roseanne Cash is 67. John C. Riley is 57. I like him. So Dewey Cox, uh, and he's Bake, right? Of Shake and Bake, he's Bake. Yeah, he's Cal. Will, Will Ferrell Cal is not, Shake, right? But John C. Riley was Bake. He also has done an excellent job in Winning Time in the Lakers docu series. Bartolo Colon is forty nine today. Billy Gilman is thirty four. Gold Bartolo's trying to make a comeback. Is he? Uh huh. Gone but not forgotten. Daniel Fahrenheit, born in sixteen eighty six. Yes, that Fahrenheit. Queen Victoria was born in 1819. 
Oh, Queen Vicky. <laughs> Let's find a chart topper. Let's go to... We'll get in the chart topper machine, and we will go all the way back to 1961, where we will find Ricky Nelson waiting for us and Traveling Man. I'm a traveling man made a lot of stops all over the world. Okay. Sounds like he was hitting some potholes or something. He was traveling. Yeah, his rec- <laughs> the record player in the dash of his car was skipping. By the way, the first car that I had that had a CD player in it, you could make mm-hmm. it skip. You know, before they had perfected that, it was kind of fun. Um, just to, it wasn't fun at the time, but fun to think about now. 1970, The Ides of March. I will forever think of this as a Cougar Pet Band song. It's a good pep band song. Oh yeah, the You're you're mentioning pep band songs. Have you have you worked on the bells at all? No. Is that what this summer's goal is? Yep, it's my summer plan. This this horn line right here, right after the chord. I mean, this probably would be better than Devil Went Down to Georgia. Well, see, yeah, the Bells, they're not, I don't, must not be a hero to them. I tell you mm-hmm. who I am a hero to this week, though, Teresa Jarbo from the choir program, because I knocked their sound out of the park on Friday. So maybe she'll Is let that me play. Is that a quote? Maybe she'll let me, I don't know if she said that exactly. Uh-huh. Um, maybe she'll let me play the bagpipes as accompaniment in the choir. I mean, the, the, bell, the Bells aren't the only musicians in the community. I'm kind of tired of waiting. I, yeah, I mean, I've made you've my, been waiting I, it as long as I've, I've been here. Made, I've made my request obvious. Donna Summer, Hot Stuff in 79. I got to be careful, though. If I get crossways with the bells, I might be get cut off from my pork chop supply. That is true. That mm. is true. Got to be careful not to overplay my hand. Be real. And your crockpot supply, too, at the, at the yearly. <laughs> the crockpot museum. 1988, George Michael, number one. Love this. Great album. It is a good album. One more try. Let's go to 1997. Great. Hanson. I'll be hearing this. This will be an earworm for me. Many apologies. You could have heard George Strait one night at a time. Would that have been preferred? No. Oh, no. no, Absolutely not preferred. Yes, but that also would not have been an earworm. Let's go to 2006. Will Shakira hips on live be an earworm instead? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Good song. You do that little yodel that Shakira does. We're not even getting any Shakira in that. We all we got was Wycliffe Jean. Shakira, Shakira. Weekend, number one, with Earned It. Number one is date seven years ago today. This is one of his first ones. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. 
MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today said goals that aren't frightening aren't worth having. Goals that aren't frightening aren't worth having. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.